You're listening to the Dyslexia Mom Life Podcast. I'm Nicole Holcomb, former teacher and school counselor turned civil rights attorney and podcast host. It wasn't that long ago that we learned the reason that our daughter was struggling to learn to read in first grade was dyslexia. Fast forward four years past many hours of research and collaborating with experts in the field of dyslexia. Now I'm sharing the lessons I have learned that took me from being an overwhelmed mom who didn't understand dyslexia to a go-to mom who is helping hundreds of moms each week through education and collaboration. I created the Dyslexia Mom Life podcast to give you simple, actionable, step-by-step strategies and hacks to help you do the same. If you're feeling alone and lost on your parenting dyslexia journey and you're looking to find a mom who gets it, you're in the right place. Let's jump in and get started. Hey friend, so glad you are back with me today for episode 123 and we are celebrating Dyslexia Awareness Month here at Dyslexia Mom Life. And so today I wanted to share with you a little something special. I want you to first think about what our world would be like if we had no light bulb. Can you imagine, like, what if the light bulb had never been invented? Well, what about your car? What if you didn't have a car to get around in? Like, what if it had never been invented? And I don't know about you, but here in Georgia, when the time I'm recording this, we are getting ready for fall break. And so many people are going to be flying to destinations and visiting family and friends and just taking vacations. And... I'm sure they are very thankful that they can do so on an airplane. And then finally, I want to talk about, can you even imagine, I mean, sometimes it would be a good imagine, I think, but what if the phone had not been invented? Can you even imagine? I mean, right now you're probably listening to this on some type of phone, I would imagine. Most people listen to podcasts from their phone or in their car. But take a a second to think about you know, what it must have been like before we had these inventions. I mean, can you think of one of those you would live without today? Like, if you just walked out and had no phone, no car, no airplane, no light bulb. But why I bring that up, you may have already figured out, which is that those inventions were some of the greatest breakthroughs. And guess what? They were invented by known dyslexics. Yep, these are dyslexic inventors. And so I want to share them with you today because I think it's important to know and be able to share some of this information with our kids. Like, I just think it's interesting, but I also think it's things that when you hear these pieces, I mean, not every dyslexic is going to invent the iPhone. I get that. But we're going to talk about in episode 124 how to find and nurture your your kiddos' superpower. What are they, what are are their strengths? And we're going to talk about how to do that. And when we do that, we open the door for these pieces. And just think about these inventions if we had never had them, right? I mean, it's just amazing to think about. So let's first, though, talk about the invention of the telephone. So obviously the telephone, you may recall from school, was created by Alexander Graham Bell. And, you know, we really take 
you know, really for granted today, you know, that we can just pick up the phone and call someone or text someone and have some conversations, right? But, you know, it was his dyslexic skills, his skills of visualizing things and exploring and reasoning that allowed him to have all those failures, but then figure it out. How he was able to figure out an invention, a way to transmit sound over a network of telegraph wires. I mean, I can't even imagine how you even begin to do that. But it's just amazing that his brain was able to do that. And his, uh, and, and his discovery has, has really transformed the way we're able to communicate. Regardless of where we are, regardless of where we live, And when we think about that and we think about how dyslexia contributes to that and what a big driver it is for innovation, it's just really quite amazing. And from there, I'm going to jump back back more to the present, which is the iPhone was created by Steve Jobs, as I'm sure everyone knows, right? And even the Apple chief designer, Johnny Ivey, was also dyslexic. Can you imagine? I mean, the iPhone itself was such an amazing, you know, game changer, if you will, to to cell phones. It changed the way we now communicate. It is like having a mini computer in your in your pocket, literally. And, you know, we're able to take this one device, you know, so you think about the phone we had, or I might be, I am dating myself. You know, when we grew up, we didn't have cell, some of us didn't have cell phones. The phone was attached to the wall. And, and thank you, Mr. Bell, for that. And then we had Steve Jobs come in and say, let's take this thing to the next level. And now you have something that not only can you make calls on, you can check your email, you can get on the internet, you can take photographs, you can listen to music, you can listen to a podcast. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? So, but think about Steve Jobs, what a visionary he, he was, what a vision thinker he was. And he was able to really look at the big ideas and really think outside of the box. And without those dyslexic skills, we wouldn't have the iPhone. So he was able to really take some designs and really look at things from a different perspective. And I just think that's completely amazing where that is today. What about the light bulb? Can you imagine if Thomas Edison had not created the light bulb? He's actually been described as America's most prolific inventor. Did you know that he has 1,093 U.S. patents? Can you imagine all the... I just can't even imagine how his brain worked to have that many inventions and have those many patents under his name. But those, you know, he had those, those dyslexic thinking skills. He was an explorer. He had that reasoning and imagining. And he was able to take that light bulb and, and create this, this, this invention that we all take for granted probably now. You may not know, but he also invented an early video camera. It was a motion picture camera. And it was really, and, and, and he also created a type of rechargeable battery. I share these inventors with you today because in the days when it's hard, and it's hard, in those moments, I want you to have hope. I want you to see that there is a future. And who knows what our kids may invent 
or create are due in their future. And these these dyslexic thinkers and these dyslexic inventors I'm sharing with you today, they had lots of failures. Not just with reading, but failures in figuring it out. You know, that first light bulb didn't work. <laughs> it's a trial and error. And I think we've got so stuck in our society about failure is a bad thing. Don't make a mistake. And if you've been here for a minute, you know that's not how I think. That is part of the process of learning. We're going to get things wrong. Great. That didn't work. Let's figure out what does. And that's what these individuals have in common. Let's talk about the car. So the car was created by Henry Ford. And it was a game changer. He was the first one to produce a car in 1908 that completely changed the motor industry. He was the first one to make an automobile that was affordable. And he did that by inventing this assembly line of techniques for mass production. And those are now used everywhere. They're used to create cars. And he used that dyslexic thinking of visualizing and reasoning and imagining that allowed him to be a creative problem solver and to be innovative. So what's interesting, I'll have to share with you a little, a little side note, is recently my daughter and I were watching, oh my, what is the show called? I think it's on Netflix. And I think it's a Made in a Day. Is it Made in a Day? I think that's what it's called, Made in a Day. Anyway, we were watching it. It was talking about different things that, that people make in a day. We watched one on guitars and we watched some different things. The reason I bring it up today, though, is we watched one that was how they make a Tesla in a day. And he, too, still uses an assembly line. But what was amazing about the Tesla is it showed you all the machinery. A lot of it's automated and how that machinery, you know, molds and, and stamps out the, the, the body pieces. And the it was just it's really fascinating if you're interested in that or your kids might be interested in that. But it's, it's a really uh, it, we found it to be very interesting. But I say that to say, you know, Henry Ford created the assembly line. There were people working on that. And now we have, you know, now we have Tesla who's taking it to a different level by having, you know, these automated machinery. It's, it's really fascinating. You should go watch that. And then finally, the airplane. Yep, the Wright brothers. They were dyslexic. And without that first, you know, powered flying machine in 1903... We might not have airplanes. Can you imagine what that would be like today? And they were able to figure out so many pieces of, of the mechanics of an airplane and the three axis control and just pieces. If you think about these kids of ours that had those engineering minds, being able to tinker with things and figure things out. So I just want you to keep in mind that there are some amazing things our kids can do. And so in, in the next episode, that is what I'm going to talk about, how you can identify and nurture that superpower of your amazing dyslexic. And I wanted to share, you know, these five dyslexics with you today, these five amazing breakthroughs that were made possible by dyslexia. Again, if we think about no phones, no cars, no airplanes, no light bulbs. We take all these things for granted. 
And what's really neat and cool about these pieces is we have a dyslexic to thank for those. And as you may have even seen recently, LinkedIn has now added a category for dyslexic thinkers or thinking, and many of the larger companies are actually seeking out dyslexics because they recognize, and we've had some amazing people like Richard Branson, who has spoken out about the benefits of a dyslexic brain and being an adult with dyslexia. So I hope that was a little bit of brightness in your day to know that our kids do have the brains and the amazing skills to do things that others can't think about or even start to think of. And so when you think about these dyslexic inventors, can you imagine when Steve Jobs first said, I'm going to make a cell phone that has the internet in it? I mean, or someone said, I'm going to make an airplane and we're going to fly in the air. Uh, at the time, I'm sure people thought those things were crazy sounding, right? So when we have little patience with our children, and I, I've been there, when I wake up and say, Mom, I have this great idea, I know, oh, it's going to be a long day. And I try to nurture those pieces. And I think about there are pieces down the road we don't even know exist yet. So I hope that this little window into dyslexic inventors was interesting and maybe will even help or spark an interest in your house to have some conversations about dyslexics and the amazing things that they all do. And again, I know not every dyslexic is usually successful or makes millions of dollars, but every person is important and every person contributes to things differently what we don't want to do or what I don't want to do is ignore the gifts and the superpowers that my kid has. I want to be able to really hone in on those and nurture those and help her to be whoever it is that she wants to be, right? It's amazing. It's really a lot of fun. All right, so I appreciate you being here today. And if you want to learn more about dyslexia, we have a website, dyslexiamomlife.com, that has all kinds of resources, has links to different podcast episodes. It has resources on there for some freebies. You can grab a copy of Dyslexia, Now What? Talks you through the first three things that you can do when you find out your kiddo is dyslexic. And if you want to continue the conversation, I would love, love to chat with you. So if you would jump over to Dyslexia Mom Life podcast community. We have a private Facebook group and we have a couple of hundred people in there. And so it's still sort of small and cozy and it's nice. It's a supportive place where you can come in and ask questions, share resources, and, you know, just have a nice group of moms that get it, that can be there to support you and that you can have conversations with. So I hope you will join me over there. I look forward to getting to know you better. And I hope you have a fantastic day. And don't forget, you got this and I am here if you need me. Have a fantastic day.